Welcome to the green screen of death. My name is Adrian. And my name is Bill. So we're on episode 91. 91, dude. I am shocked <laughs> that we are doing this. Yeah. I'm shocked that we're here because we haven't done two episodes in a row when we're, we're supposed to. Yeah. In a very long time. It's been a while, hasn't so it? So congratulations, sir. <laughs> yeah. We actually came back. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It does. It feels awesome, though. Like, I've been really excited to watch movies lately, and especially Movie Club. Like, that, I think that's our bread and butter. Cool. It's a movie club. I feel really good about that, because, like, you know, the mainstream stuff, everybody's doing that, right? But it's it's cool to get our opinions out there, because I do have a number of friends, and I think you do, too, uh, have, have people who are like, hey, what's, what's recent? Let me listen to what you guys say. Yeah, and I, I, I loved that we got a lot of feedback off the last couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, lots of people were happy that we were back. So thank you to everybody who talked to us. Yeah. It means the world to me. Oh, yeah. I honestly love the feedback. Yeah. It's great. I don't hear it enough because nobody talks to me about it. Mm-hmm. And thank you. Yeah. I, f- I felt really good about the last couple episodes. So fully agree, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get back to uh, flaring it up and putting the actual show notes and stuff. I was just like, we're back. We're back, part two. That worked. <laughs> it did. It totally did. It did, and it saved me a lot of time. Um, yeah, dude, if you don't want to put the little clips in, I'm fine with that, too. Yeah. Save yourself some time. Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll see, I because I enjoy doing that stuff. It's just... With those, I just wanted to get them out. Just get the get the training wheels <laughs> I, off, you know? I did notice that uh, the one episode isn't on the website. Or the two episodes aren't on the website. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, they're not. Yeah. yeah. No, I uh, didn't put them up there yet. Nice. I have to remember all my passwords and stuff. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> hey, guys, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. That's <laughs> right. Oh, man. That was some stained for you. I always forget it's stained. Yeah. I always think Nickelback for Aaron some Lewis. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So how you doing, man? Doing all right. Yeah. Doing all right. You know, EPL's back. Liverpool's uh, 2-0-0. I'm 1-0-1. I saw that. Yeah, we uh, should have won today. Yeah. Paul Pogba missed a penalty with 10 minutes to go. And that oh, would have won the game for us. Damn. And we had a penalty last week. And... Uh, Pogba didn't take it. I have no idea why he took it today. Oh, really? Yeah, he must have just stepped up and said, I want to do it. Huh. Because, uh, yeah. That's too bad. That was ugly. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, we dropped points already. Yeah. Yeah. You're, Damn. Yeah. And Whatever. My, my team, they're 2-0, but they look very shaky in the backfield early man it is that's true um yeah and also been doing the voiceover stuff so i took my course yesterday finished my course yesterday and very soon i'll have some some of that material back and i receive really good feedback from both of my instructors and my peers as well so. homies going legit <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's right i discovered the importance of you know acting in voice acting it's a it's a weird crazy thing i going in i thought it was going to be okay to just have a cool voice and say things in a cool way but it's so much more than that so yeah yeah, so, sounds like you're learning a lot. Learned a ton. That's cool, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, otherwise, I'm not sure. Don't really have a lot else going on beyond that. Have you been enjoying one of the greatest bands in the world finally coming to streaming? Oh, yeah. Tool. Tool. Hell yeah, dude. Dude. <laughs> I, always had, I always had rips on my iPod. Cause I, still, I, I still use an iPod yeah. uh, of the CDs. And uh, now it's nice to be able to have them legit on my Apple Music account. Yeah. Because, uh, man, 
That new song is killer. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. It's great. Yes, it's 11 minutes long. It's <laughs> super pretentious. Yeah. But if you didn't like, if you didn't get the fact that Tool were kind of pretentious to begin with, oh, yeah. you missed the point. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been awesome, man. I just put whatever album on and just cruise. Yeah. I love it. I love Tool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not much going on with me. Uh, I bought my VIF pass. Oh, yeah. And I almost didn't go. Okay. Because I thought I had a job. Right. And I didn't. Oh, I see. So uh, I said, fuck it. I'm going to VIF. Nice. Bought my pass. Got a nice little discount off it. <laughs> right. Uh, 25% discount off Hell it. Felt yeah. pretty good about that. Nice. So yeah, I'm going to VIF. Stay, yeah. stay tuned for the coverage. Yeah, man. In like a month. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be killer. Yeah. Uh, I wish you were there. I, I'll probably do, I want to do a couple days because yeah. I think I have some time off. Nice. So. Yeah. Get, get some of the big ones out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah get on the a weekend. Prestigious ones. Because they usually, usually play the big movies on the weekend anyway. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, you should be good. Uh, other than that, man, uh, I'm just happy to be back. Everything's hunky-dory, man. Right let's, on. Let's get at it. Yeah. Let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> let's start off with, well, start off. Let's transition into the rant. <laughs> Where we where we rant about anything movie related, I'll get things started off this time. I usually throw it over to you first, but um, once upon a time in Hollywood, I think we may have touched on this last episode as well. But th- there's a bit in the movie where Quentin Tarantino has a little bit of fun with bruce lee and that's in the trailer right like most of that scene is actually in the trailer apparently bruce lee's family is really upset with the portrayal of bruce lee in the film and as a result a lot of fans are getting pissed off about that now the thing is this is not a documentary (laughs) and part of the reason why that sequence works so well is because we know that's not what he's like what he was like back then and uh he says some things so that yeah if you if you were taking a factual approach yeah though what he said doesn't line up with you know the beliefs that uh we know he has and the people he respects and um that's why i laughed so hard was because it was so out of character the stuff he was saying and doing so it was just i i thought it was hilarious and Tarantino hasn't exactly been following the true narrative of everything lately. Yeah. He's been playing with everything. Yeah. It was a funny scene. It's a movie, friends. <laughs> yeah. Just calm down. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's just a movie. It is. We got we all gotta calm down a little bit. It's a really funny scene. It is. It's and it's and it's a complete bullshit scene. We all and that's why it's funny, because we all know it's bullshit. Yeah. Bruce Lee could beat the crap out of pretty much ninety nine percent of the world back then yeah and uh that's what makes it funny oh yeah 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 it's a fun scene people gotta calm down yeah it really is and did you not watch kill bill yeah like that that whole movie is pretty much uh an homage to bruce lee pretty much (laughs) so anyway that's my rant so my rant is about the box office and how everybody champions original content saying we got to support original content but did you guys know that since april 21st there hasn't been a movie of original content that's been the number one film of the week it's all been reboots and sequels oh man so you had your giant avengers thing you had your toy stories all these big giant films were number one and you know what movie finally broke the streak what was that? Good Boys. Oh. This weekend was the number one film. It was the first original movie since, 
one of like the the, the curse of la la corona or whatever the hell la that corona, yeah. that conjuring movie yeah that was the last movie before really? avengers that was number one and that's sort of a sequel too but it's sort of an original property too yeah um but yeah it's it's we gotta support like why wasn't midsummer number one yeah or once upon a time in hollywood yeah or something cool like that yeah we gotta support stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 dumb I'm, I'm getting a little tired of the sequel reboot yeah every weekend yeah it's always a sequel or a reboot yeah exactly it's pathetic yeah rant out good rant man lion king was that that was probably number one for a week or two it's a reboot <laughs> yeah oh yeah no that's what i was saying yeah. like that was probably one of them yeah and... yeah it was number one for a few weeks in a row oh man yeah that's crazy before that it was toy story <laughs> oh jeez. yeah that's crazy yeah and then hobbs and shaw yeah <laughs> yikes speaking of hobbs and shaw <laughs> that was not a transition I wanted. <laughs> so, let's get into our first review. Fast and Furious presents. You got to put that in there, right? Like it can't just be Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be Fast and Furious presents. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, should should I billboard that? That's the word. Is oh billboarding? God. Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> so directed by David Leach, I think yeah. that's how you, I think that's how you yeah, say it, or, or Lech. So. Yeah, uh, Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham, and Idris Elba. Yeah, lawman Luke Hobbs and outcast Deckard Shaw form an unlikely alliance when a cyber genetically enhanced villain threatens the future of humanity. Yeah, it's a pretty good one, IMDb. Yeah, it's there's one layer that's just. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe their worst ever. So yeah. that one was quite good. Oh, yeah. So before we even start, yeah. last episode, we threw out a question. Oh, right. Because we both thought they were going to fuck in the movie. Totally. I was expecting I it. I was expecting it, too. Yeah. So we were like, which one's the top and which one's the bottom? Yeah. Thankfully, our friends from the Movie <laughs> yeah. Bears podcast yeah. chimed in. Do you remember what, they, remember what they said? Dominant power bottom. Right. They think that Deckard Shaw. Yeah. Is the dominant power bottom. <laughs> That's a new term I learned. And I'm like, that term is awesome. Thank you for that. I <laughs> yeah. love that. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I yeah. kind of get think I know what it means. I think yeah. I, I'm sure I know what it means, but uh, yeah. yeah. So Deckard Shaw's the bottom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but at the same time, Will Lindis and I won't I won't disclose everything he said just because you know he said it to me in private message on Facebook. But he indicated he thinks The Rock is is the bottom. Really, in this relationship, hmm. and uh, he's very colorful funny, amazing language that just made me laugh so hard. So, uh, you know, if you're listening and if you have theories, let us know which one's the bottom. Um, and how does that dynamic work? Cause like dominant power bottom, that sounds I'm like still angry. They didn't fuck though. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They do not fuck. And like, it's weird. It's so terrible. Yeah. All they do is just like love each other throughout the entire film. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's top gun. Totally. It's totally top gun. So I'll, ha- you- I'll have your back. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you can ride my tail. <laughs> uh, what did you think of Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, didn't like it at all. Really? Not at all? I thought it was, um, t- 
terrible story. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the not even the charisma of the two leads could save it. Really? Uh, wow! I thought it looked cheap. Oh, you did? Okay. Incredibly cheap. Okay. And so many stupid little errors in the film that just drove me nuts. Like the f- the final battle of the film. This is not a spoiler. I, I swear. Um, starts in darkness, and the next yeah. scene's in light. Yeah. That really threw it me off. Drove me nuts. Yeah, I'm that, like, I'm like, how do you miss that? Yeah. This is a hundred million dollar film, and you bet, <laughs> and you miss it going from dark to light. Yeah, that's true. That's just bad. Yeah, like, where do you miss that? Yeah, that really threw me off because I was like, at a, a certain moment, maybe even when it. As soon as it turned to daytime, I was like, wait a minute. They had fires going and shit. And yeah. It was like dark and they had cool lighting. And- it looked like, like an outtake from Mad Max. Totally. And then it was a <laughs> bright, sunny day. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> um, Idris was good. Yeah. Uh, because he had good lines. He did. Stupid, funny lines that yeah. made him like sound like a complete jackass. But yeah. he's 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 the one charismatic guy who could pull it off because he's Idris Elba. Yeah. Uh all the other teammates, fuck them. Yeah. Don't care. Really? Um, okay. The, the, the stupid cameo, fuck him. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? Fuck him. What? How? Why? There's a cool... I, I really enjoyed that cameo. Talentless. I, talentless Eddie Murphy fucker. <laughs> um, oh, that one. That one. Okay. Oh, that one. There's now, a couple. Now, now you remember? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was all right. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I thought you were talking about the the, oh, the oh, really good one. The other one's fine. Yeah, he's um, he was there for comic relief, and he's yeah. and he's also got charisma that can pull it off. Yeah. whereas the other two don't. Yeah, because they're because they're just being fed shit. Yeah, absolute crap lines. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the arguing back and forth that did get very exhausting. And uh, even as a Hobbs and Shaw fan. I, I was getting a little tired of it. And there were characters that were in the movie that were like, we get it. You guys don't like each other. I know. Work together. I know. It, was, it, was, it, it, it started to really just grate on me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, and did you, did you also know that The Rock was Samoan Uso? Oh, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that, was, uh, that was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Decisions were made, as you <laughs> said last right. podcast. Uh, yeah, just dumb plot lines. Fucking terrible ending. Uh, just it's it's one of those films where I'm just like, this is complete garbage. But it's going to make a hundred billion dollars because yeah. of The Rock and Jason Statham. Yeah, people loved them in the last Fast and Furious film. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're gone from yeah. the Fast and Furious. So maybe they can start, you know, talking about cars again. Maybe. Oh yeah. Uh, this is going to have a sequel. I might not even see it. Really? I hated this film. Wow. Hated it. This I, is fucking Stuber level. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh. I really enjoyed this oh, one. Oh, my God. I love this one. <laughs> I can't wait to get the 4K UHD oh. of this one, day so, one. So you can check out the really terrible graphics in it. Like, yeah, man. That were, that were like rendered on a, a PS1. <laughs> That's right. They drive up to this like nuclear power plant yeah. that looks like somebody painted it with MS Paint. Yeah. It was awful it was not the best no um i don't know i just i really i thought they worked well together because i really love uh i can't even remember which fast movie it is fast eight uh where they have the prison sequence that's fine yeah yeah so i i really enjoyed them dude playing off that i loved 
that was the only part I liked about that film was the, Same the, here. was their like presence and how yeah. they I liked that they were getting their own movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's really cool. That was the only good thing about that Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, this movie's fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, awful. Well, I have here embracing the ridiculous, but maybe they did a little too much of that. <laughs> Because, yeah, none of it makes any sense. And, uh, you know, car culture, what is that? What even is that anymore in this franchise? They basically abandoned that in, what, the fourth movie? Yeah. So. I. And how does Fast and Furious present this? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because the other two were in it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, same. It's the, the Fast and Furious universe. I can hear Tyrese yelling in the background right now. Oh, man. Just freaking out. Oh, I wish they would just get rid of the rest of them and just, just have this spy action stuff with The Rock and Jason Statham. I, and I saw The Rock on Twitter say that uh, all the people in this film are the new team. Did he really? And I was like, huh. Sigh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's the that's the problem with taking the rock on a franchise, you know, he'll he'll take it over. Yeah. And that's why Vin Diesel's been so grouchy in the last three or four movies. Because he's felt the movie the franchise slipping from his fingers. <laughs> you know what though? I heard he owns part of it. Does he really? Vin, so he can do oh. whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Like, that's that's good. Yeah. That's good, uh that's a good Supposedly he's move. made like hundreds of millions of dollars off the franchise <laughs> no way. And probably never has to work again that's good for him yeah that's cool i wish paul walker had got a piece of that too because oh, yeah, that th- those movies died when he died unfortunately as far as i'm concerned yeah the, so- the soul kind of just went out of it he was the heart and soul yeah like really they, they, they look like they were completely not interested in it anymore because their mm-hmm. friend died yeah completely understandable yeah but at the same time you gotta you know this is a 200 million dollar film yeah. And then that last Fast and the Furious film was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. But this one's just as bad. Yeah. And I, I I don't know if I'll see the next one. Yeah. That's understandable. Let's be honest. I probably will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny, though, because for me, I did not like... I haven't enjoyed one probably since Fast Five. Uh, everything after that, I've been kind of like, eh, oh, it's a chore to get out there. And this one kind of got me excited about the movies again. So we'll see. I'll be there for the next one. Dude, you're killing the brand. <laughs> killing the brand. What the I hell? Am. Yeah, I might do it again. You never know. Yeah, that could uh, happen. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about the next movie. What are we talking about next, sir? Uh, let's talk about Good Boys. Who directed this one? Do we know? Uh, a guy named Gene Stupnitsky. Oh, right. Probably had a bad childhood. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Adrian's favorite. Yeah. Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, Tremblay. Keith L. Williams and Brady Noon. Those are the three main kids. Uh, three sixth graders ditch school and embark on a epic journey while carrying stolen drugs and getting hunted by teenage girls. Oh. Thank you, IMDb. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, man, I'm 0 for 2 on this show. 0 for 2. 0 for 2 on wow. this show. Okay. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. Just every good scene was in the trailer that I saw 50 million times. Yeah. And I just, it had a little hard at the end. Right. But right. man, I just, I, it was getting there. It was just like, wow, I've seen this scene already. Mm-hmm. I know the punchline. Yeah. The trailer had every good scene in it. Yeah, that's true. And man, the rest of it is kind of like, come on, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> yeah, let's get there. Yeah. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. I laughed pretty much through the whole yeah, movie. It, it's got some laughs. Yeah. 
Yeah. For me, it was the kids. Like, I thought they were really good. Uh, Tremblay was good. But I think the star of the show is Keith Williams, the the nerdy kid who was, like, really uptight and obeying all the rules and laws and whatnot and feeling guilty about the stuff they were doing. He was hilarious. Like, anytime he did something, I was just... Dude, I would have punched him in the mouth. You would have? Shut up, dude. Every group has one of those. I know. Here's the problem with the film for me. You have to suspend the fact that the kids are that stupid. That's, I have that written down too. The kids are really dumb. Yeah, beyond. Yeah, like, it's almost like the internet has not been invented and they've never seen anything on the internet. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, like, I knew about stuff when I was like 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. These kids are dumb. And we didn't we didn't have the internet. Exactly. Or Twitter <laughs> or Instagram yeah. or whatever. Facebook. Yeah. These Pornhub. Kids, these exactly. These kids <laughs> are the dumbest kids in the world. Yeah. And I couldn't suspend that disbelief. Like yeah. it's, they're just so stupid. It is a problem. And that's the only reason the script kind of works is because they're stupid. Yeah, it's in service of the script. Yeah. It boils down to and, it, and I just I just couldn't get over that. Right. And it ruined the film for me. Yeah. And I I did like the characters, but just every time every five or so minutes they would say something stupid. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I knew what that was when I was like nine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they try to use a, a drone and they totally forget that it makes a lot of noise. Yeah. It's flying. And yeah. Even the stuff with the girls, the older girls, um, the amount of time, energy, and money they go to service that, that plot sequence, I guess you would call it, the plot thread maybe, uh, it just doesn't add up. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, there's a lot of things. And I know when you're watching a you know a comedy or an action film, usually you kind of forgive a few things, but there are some things where you're just like, okay, that really doesn't make sense. Like that's just not, in no world does this make sense. I will say this though. As I said, I did, I did like the kids and I liked the ending of the film. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a lot of heart, thought it had a nice message. Um, as I said, it's just getting there yeah. and the, and the stupidity, I just, I couldn't get over it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you liked it, but yeah. man, holy, mm-hmm. I, just, I was just like this, this, you got super bad was good. Cause it was smart. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. This is supposed to be like the the 12 year old super bad movie. Yeah. It's not, it's not smart enough. That's true. That's very true. Um, one other note I have here and, uh, Molly Gordon, she's one of the girls. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed her. She commands your attention, and I thought her performance was really good and very funny in, in spots. Molly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. There's a joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I've, she's on my radar now. After Because she, she was in uh, Booksmart, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So after that and this, I'm like, okay, there's a name I'm gonna, going to remember. There's a smart script. Yeah. Booksmart. Yeah. Wow. You can be outrageous and have it make sense. Yeah. That's a that's a textbook example. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of shit for not liking that f- this no, film. Man. So Hey, uh, keep it real, dude. Yeah, as I keep said, I, real. I'm, I'm, I'm not here to, uh, to sugarcoat, but yeah. uh, I'm, if you liked it, I'm glad you did. Um, yeah. yeah, it just was not for me. Right. It's not for me. I get it. Yeah. I totally kinda, get kinda it. Kind of win them all, man. Yeah. So yeah, 0 for 2. Over two. Well, let's see how you fare on this one. Uh, this one is uh, currently in theaters. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Is that the name? Yeah. Yeah. Directed by 
Andre Overdahl, who directed the really great Troll Hunters. Oh, that's what he did. Yeah. Damn. And the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah. Another I pretty, love those Another movies. pretty good movie. Yeah. Troll Hunters, friends. Get on that. Troll Hunters. <laughs> Trust us on this one. Troll. Yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> one of the underrated, like, comedy slash horror films of the last 10 years. Yeah. Dig it, man. It's and great. I, I was deeply moved by that one, too. Yeah. And as I think we said this before, it might have the greatest ending to a horror film in the last 10 years. Oh, totally. Uh, a bunch of unknown teen actors. I, I wrote that didn't write them down. Yeah. Who cares? And, yeah. and Dean Norris from breaking bad. There you go. <laughs> he shows up for a weekend. Yeah, pretty much. Cha-ching. <laughs> yeah. I got a new boat. He's got, he's got his boat tied up. So this is the really bad IMDB one. You ready for this? I kid you not verbatim what they said. Really? Okay. A group of teens, Face their fears in order to save their lives. That's it? That is it. The fuck? <laughs> Did that, their, uh, one of their 13-year-old kids read the book and uh, yeah, submit that? Yeah, that might be the worst. We've done a lot of these. That yeah. might be the worst IMDb one ever. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I was listening to the Movie Bears podcast and Will refused to read it because it was so bad. Really? He made, he made his own one. Oh. And I'm like, no, I'm going to read it. I've I've read better uh, synopsis in uh, porn videos. <laughs> like, oh, the 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 step so and so is okay. Okay, <laughs> now I know. Let's let's click this one. <laughs> okay. So so I guess this was a book, like three books for young adults. Uh, yeah, I think. But so. like Pokemon, I think I missed this. Same here. Yeah, like I don't know when this was, but I think I'm a little too old for it. Yeah, same um, here. This is and, and can I also say this might be a little bit hardcore for young adults? <laughs> it is. I was like, holy shit, this is pretty. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff in this flick, and I noticed a lot of uh, Japanese names in the credits for a lot of the special effects and stuff. Like they, some of the costumes they all worked on Ringu and yeah, all the Takashi Miike films. Yeah, you could see the inspiration in some of the monster work, and yeah. Uh, so so it, everything in this film didn't work for me except okay. for the bad, big, the big bads. Mm-hmm. I like the big bads. Yeah, I like I like the the scarecrow thing yeah. i liked the weird blobby woman thing i liked yeah. the spider thing was fucking terrifying that was crazy goddamn nightmare fuel <laughs> yeah i'm just and, and i'm just like oh like you, you see the, the that little bit in the trailer with like the little like leg coming out of that out of her like cheek oh right yeah that scene sucks dude yeah i don't like that scene at all <laughs> <laughs> it was very effective it's, i thought totally was yeah. i thought all the scenes with the big bads were really good yeah it's just all the connective tissue around it yeah sucked yeah the yeah. the acting sucked <laughs> yeah that's that's the trouble when you maybe maybe were they do they have their own youtube channels or something yeah i know they, they should have hired jacob tromblay for this the, the, the second film of the, of the show <laughs> have saved it um i thought it was okay though like i had enough fun and uh yeah the my thing was that some of the monsters in the in the movie i thought i was like man i really want to go back to that 
Yeah. And they're just gone. Super effective. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just gone. I was like, oh, oh. And, and, and he, the dude can shoot. Like, yeah. the movie looks good. Uh, stuff, stuff going on looks really good. Uh, right. it's just, yeah. Everything about it, just except for the, the big bads, was terrible. Uh, this is so an Adrian film. And <laughs> it I is. was, and I was just like, why am I watching this? Yeah. Like, it's just, I, I feel really bad shitting on like a, like a, like a little horror film that yeah. I'm sure people really liked because they, mm-hmm. they read the books. Yeah. I heard these were like, the, some of the popular stories. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, ser- but seriously, I felt it's just felt just like when I was watching a detective Pikachu, I'm like oh, completely lost. Missed that boat. Yeah. It's just, yeah. um, yeah. Go, go and see, um, the director's cut of midsummer in New York at bam. Yeah. Instead of this, do that. 174 minutes. Oh really? Of midsummer. Huh? Director's cut. Yeah. It's supposedly not coming to Blu-ray. That's right. That's bullshit. Fuck them. That's such bullshit. Yeah, I was so not impressed when I heard that. Yeah. But yeah, this is pretty this is pretty mediocre. It's 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 it might as but watch it on Netflix. Yeah. Because the, the the evil stuff is good. It is. I just wish it was a better film. Yeah. It should it have been better. Deserves way better. And weird stuff about like I've seen this complaint on Twitter, and I was kind of there as well. Like they're reading stuff in the pitch black darkness, like out of the book, and I'm just like, wait, wait a damn minute! Like I can be in my in my room in front of my monitors, <laughs> and I can't read this piece of paper. Uh, and they were in like a it's oh, movie magic, Adrian. I Come guess on. so. Suspend your belief. Oh, the moonlight was shining. Sure, in. sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Giant flashlight. <laughs> right so i don't know yeah i i thought it was okay but again i'm not going to be going i'm not going on social media saying you guys need to see this easily my favorite film of the year was some dude puking hay like honestly yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly so yeah that's a that's a skip it and maybe maybe watch it on netflix when it's out yeah it's uh, you could probably do worse than this yeah I think so. Yes. Good Boys or uh, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. Yikes. Over for 3, baby. Over for 3. Over for 3. I'm kind of like 3 for 3? Wow. I, I enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw. Do you remember, I really like Do you remember back in the day when people complained that we never like disagreed? Yeah. I you know, I've heard that before. I've heard that feedback, but yeah. like sometimes that's just the way it goes. Sometimes I'm just brutal too. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like Very I, true. yeah. Like, and I could get pretty brutal in a movie club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple times at movie club where I was just like, couldn't speak because I was honestly shocked <laughs> that you didn't like the film. Yeah. And I was like, my soul was hurt. Cause it's like, that's one of my favorite films of all time, you motherfucker. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I could barely get through it, man. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Nausicaa. Yeah. That one killed me, man. Oh, sorry, dude. That killed me. I'm sorry. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll live. I have a certain standard with my movies. That's the thing. <laughs> and you know what, what I always say? If you could tell me why you didn't like it, yeah, I'm fine with that. Same here. Yeah, and, and we always joke around about like our definitive views on stuff, but like that's that's art, you know. Dude, it is no joke. I am definitive. <laughs> that's true. No joke. That's true. No joke. <laughs> that's about the one thing uh, you have to take serious around here. <laughs> Let's move into the next section. Movie club. Movie club. Oh, this is like eight months what in is, the works. What is this? <laughs> it's this new feature where you pick a movie that I haven't watched. 
we go home and watch it, and eight months later, it's, we talk about it. It's almost like we haven't done 60 of these. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've done a ton. And for me, this is this is the good stuff in our, in our I show. I don't even remember what the movie is. Uh, I, for, I forget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I remember. I, yeah. I remember what it is. Yeah, so this episode's movie club movie is all that jazz all that jazz from 1979 directed by bob fossey yeah who was a director and a choreographer uh this is sort of like his almost it's almost like a documentary of his life story uh, that's what i heard yeah mm-hmm. like he was he was the, the man in this scene he was the, he was the big guy in the dancer scene and um he was a drug addict <laughs> yeah and he wouldn't slow the fuck down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, uh, so it's Bob Fosse tells his own life story as he details the sordid life of Joe Gideon, a womanizing drug addict, addicted, drug addicted dancer, and, uh, tried to, played by the really great Roy Scheider. Yeah, man. Roy Scheider can be in Jaws and then be in this. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a jump. That was. A bit of a difference. Yeah. Uh, Man, uh, I didn't. I I love this movie. I didn't yeah. know what you were gonna think about it. Yeah, this, I was a little bit scared about this. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a it's definitely a film. It is. Uh, it is. What did you think? Uh, I loved it, man. Yeah, you can breathe a sigh of relief. Cool. I, uh, I'll admit though, I, for the first maybe twenty minutes, I was kind of not into it. Uh, but then when I started to realize what was happening, because I knew nothing going into this, just you know, just like I John snowed this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I knew nothing going in. Uh, so when, when I started to figure out, oh wait, I see what's going on with him and Jessica Lang, because that kind of threw me off. I was like, what's going on there? And I was yeah. like, oh wait a goddamn, wait a minute. I know what she's doing. I know what he's doing. I know what they're doing right now. So. Yeah, and, and Scheider plays like a, a super perfectionist type A yeah. dancer drug addict guy yeah. who um, just won't stop. Yeah. He's told to stop yeah. doing a bunch of things. And he just won't stop. He's like fucking doing speed, mm-hmm. keeps on wakes up in the morning, takes speed. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes later, he goes and does some dancing. An hour later, more speed. Yeah, yeah. And it's just go, 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 go. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, man, Roy Scheider was a genius. Yeah. Uh, just you know, you you think of Jaws and how different this role is, and I had this how he was like like your dad. Yeah, he's not. Oh. He's not your dad in this film. <laughs> no Holy shit, he's your daddy in yeah, this film. Totally. <laughs> so yeah, this this is pretty much um, the R, like hard R version of Chicago. Okay, pretty much. Like, okay. think about it. Like the the dancing and all that stuff. Yeah, but. Chicago is very tame with Renee Zellweger and, mm-hmm. you know, Catherine Zeta-Jones and right. stuff like that. This is, has, like, these outlandish dance scenes with, like, nudity. Yeah. And, like, oh, you're like, holy shit. Like, yeah. this, is, this is so much more hardcore than, <laughs> yeah. than like, a Chicago or something like that. Oh, yeah. Man, uh, I, I love the dance, the, the energy yeah. of, of the dance scenes. Yeah. Uh, just how, like, they're, like, really raw and, like, so much different than, like, modern musicals. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you see nothing like this. Yeah. Um, and usually I would say it wouldn't age. Right. But I think this movie ages really well. It does. And I, I hadn't seen it until maybe like three years ago. Okay. I saw it at the Pacific Cinematheque. Oh, nice. Okay. In Vancouver. And 
Weirdly, it was the night before a 24-hour movie marathon, and Adrian was supposed to be at the showing. That's right. Of all that jazz. Yeah. But he like missed it, like missed a ferry or something, and couldn't yeah. make it. So uh, you know, let's make him watch it now. And yeah. See. <laughs> and after I watched it, I was immediately pissed off that I didn't make that screening. But you know what? It maybe the time wasn't right. But uh, I I love this movie, man. It at the end. By the end of the movie, because I felt like I was on such a journey, I just had tears flowing down my face. Like, JoJo wasn't nearby, so I couldn't really <laughs> get her to wipe my tears for Time me. for the, the, the cat wipe. <laughs> it was like at least a three-cat cry, this one. Nice. Because uh, I really enjoy a movie where I connect with the people behind it. And I felt that connection with this filmmaker, and I felt the connection with that character. And it's not even that I felt bad or anything. Like, I just... I don't know, man. I thought it was a beautiful... Like the the this the final sequence of this movie, and I think it's safe for us to go into a bit of spoiler territory here. So we'll give you a little warning. They they sing a song about his death. Yeah, yeah, and it should be sad. Like the, it probably should be sad, but it's weirdly uplifting and, and but beautiful. It, but at the same time, did you honestly think they were going to do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You thought they were actually going to... Because when I saw it, I thought he was going to, like, miraculously... Like, this is a Hollywood film. Oh, right, Like, yeah. something miraculous is going to happen. He's going to, like, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, no, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. I think... I, maybe that's just the human nature of wanting... Because he affected so many people, right? Yeah. Like, his... And- and and that the, the scene of him dying is like so shocking, like it's yeah. so just like boom, yeah, like holy shit, yeah, like I yeah. I was I was like just shocked when I first saw that, yeah, I was just like wow, they actually did that. That was like one of the more ballsy endings to a film, hell yeah, because because as I said, that song before was so like oh, <laughs> yeah, everything's so uplifting, and then yeah. done. Yeah, I kept cut the credits. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I sat there in silence during the whole credits, just beside myself, and I kept thinking to myself. And you know, movies, you know, ideas, stories, narratives—they rinse and repeat and go in cycles and everything. But I couldn't help but think about how many movies wouldn't exist without this already. Like there were moments throughout the movie, and I wish I kind of—I kind of wish I wrote notes, but I'm glad I didn't while I was watching it. Yeah, but there were some movies where I was like, oh yeah. That, I remember that from a movie I just saw 10 years ago. They took that exact same shot or this exact same concept. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Movies like Moulin Rouge or Hedvig, they wouldn't exist without all that jazz. That's true. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I know a lot of people really uh, compare this movie to the Fellini film Eight and a Half, which is kind of right. true. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's his own film. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think it's probably my favorite musical of all time. Oh, really? Other nice. than Hedwig, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're on the same level. Yeah. But man, I love all that jazz. Hell yeah. It's it's a special film. It is. It won four Oscars. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and it deserved it. Yeah. I, I think it's one of the, as I said, it's special. It is. Uh, I was super glad you liked it. Yeah, man. man, I was afraid. <laughs> and, and the yeah. fact that we hadn't like done an episode, and like I think the last time we had a really long break, we did Spirit of the Beehive, and you didn't like the film. That's right. But yeah. it was like six months of not talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And, and you came on, and you're like, yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> That's right. And I was like, oh, come oh, on. Man. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. The yeah, most man. prolonged movie yeah. club of all time. And I told Kyle, because I talked about it with Kyle, 
aisle a little bit. And I was like, it was right fucking there the whole time. That fucking great movie is right there. <laughs> and I told him he has to watch it sometimes. Yeah, so. it's killer, dude. It's amazing. Yeah, let him watch it. Yeah. I've, I've seen it a couple times. Nice. I got that Blu-ray really cheap, too. Oh, wicked. I got it at a pawn shop for 10 bucks. No way. Yeah, that's score. awesome. <laughs> right on, dude. Yeah, because cr- Criterions in Canada are very expensive. Yeah, minimum. They start at like 40 bucks. Yeah. Go up to 50, 60. I saw a used copy of The Brood today for 30 and I almost pulled the trigger. Oh, shit. And I was just like, if that was 25 I'd buy yeah. it right yeah. now. Damn. 30 is a little steep. It is. It is. Yeah. What's the personal question? What's the most you've spent on a movie? Like a DVD, Blu-ray, Laserdisc? Laserdisc. My most expensive Laserdisc was the special edition Star Wars box set. It cost me over 200 bucks. Oh, wow. Probably Blu-ray. I'm thinking probably the Before Trilogy was like 100 bucks. Okay. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe no no the decalogue was more okay uh, i think it was about 125 oh wow yeah okay but yeah it's, it, they're super expensive in canada yeah it's crazy yeah i wanted to buy the bergman box but it was over 250 bucks jeez so I, I couldn't do it what about that godzilla set uh i could take them i not a huge godzilla guy no not really yeah. i uh i like it but not that much yeah it's a little too expensive. It is. And there's some stinkers in there, too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Cool for Criterion doing it, though. Oh, totally. Good yeah. for them. Um, yeah, the most expensive movie I bought was The Neon Demon on uh, 4K UHD. Nice. I had to import it from Germany, I think. I got to buy that disc. Yeah. I think I got it. I had to log into the German site and navigate through it, and it's all in German. Wow. <laughs> I'll try to find. Maybe Diabolic DVD has it or something like that. So, oh, some yeah. American reseller yeah because i don't don't really want to do that exactly yeah Yeah. it was tough it was tough i think i had to use google translate a couple times (laughs) nice (laughs) so so that's that's our movie club and we encourage people to to join movie club by sending us your tweets your emails your in-person interaction tell us what you think about all that jazz or any movie we've done in the past for movie club so the next movie club man this feels weird i haven't done this in a while (laughs) next one the next one this has been a while uh i've been reading a lot of this is so weird i don't know why people are doing this quite yet but people are already having like best of the decade lists oh right yeah and i'm just like it's a little early for that because you know cats could make it (laughs) that's true but uh or, or rise of the skywalker yeah uh and, and a lot of really good lists. Uh, I think even like David Ehrlich's done one. He did. And he's yeah. like he's he's the list man. Yeah. I love David Ehrlich. Yeah. Um, and it reminded me of a film that uh, I really liked, and not a lot of people talk about. Okay. It's from 2010, and I think this might be our first repeat director. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, Abbas Karastami, who did Close Up. Okay. Uh, the film is certified copy. Oh, nice. It is on Criterion Channel. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, starring Juliet Binoche. That's right. Uh, Hot Damn. This is a good one. Cool. It's confusing. Yeah. This is not an easy film. Okay. I'm warning you right now. <laughs> All but right. I think it's really worth it. I think nice. it's a really great film. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to hear what you think about it. Cool. Uh, and, and I know people have seen this one. Mm-hmm. come and talk with us yeah hit us up on social media yeah, yeah that's awesome yeah yeah it, i think it was on netflix for the longest time and i think i had it on my list but i just never watched it yeah so. it's it's not what you think it is when you're watching it okay 
it has no problem taking left turns. Cool. And I love that in a film. Right on. Yeah, yeah I think you'll enjoy it. Cool. It's uh, it's definitely really cool. I think yeah. I think I think you're gonna I think it's gonna jazz you, man. Hell yeah. Karastami was a special filmmaker, as, yeah. you, as you saw with Close Up. Oh, that movie is crazy, man. Yeah. So uh, good. And this one is just as good. So right I on. hope you enjoy it. Yeah, I'll check it out. So if you have Criterion Channel, it's there. Yeah. Check it out and send us your thoughts. Why on don't it. you have Criterion Channel? Yeah, get on. Come on, friends. Hey, I wonder when they're sending us that card. Did you fill that out? Yeah, I've yeah, I, I'm eager I, to I get that. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we can move on to the next section of the show, the lightning round. This is where we talk about other movies we've watched between last episode and this episode. They just don't get the main review treatment. And this one I'll start off because I I've got a lot of old stuff in here and like one new movie. That's cool. So nothing wrong with watching old movies. Yeah, I really enjoy doing that. So. Uh, I better say this one first before I forget, because I, I forgot to write it down. Sarah and I went camping a couple weeks ago, and we always watch scary movies and whatever when we're out camping. There's just something fun about sitting in a tent and watching a, a scary movie. This one's not really that scary, though. It's Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Wow. And uh, we had fun <laughs> watching that while camping. It's kind of a bad film, though. It is. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name is in it? Uh, shoot. He, he's in Back to the Future. Crispin Glover? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. He plays a nerd and like, guy calls him a dead fuck and it's like, what does that even mean? And he keeps calling him that through the whole movie. Uh, he gets so mad. Sippy Cup. <laughs> yeah, Sippy Cup. Oh my God. <laughs> Four people got that joke. Yeah, that's right. Um, it was fun. I, I had a good time. Do you watch that on Shutter? Uh, no, I don't think it was on there. We, we bought like the iTunes oh, nice. box set thing. It was on sale during uh, one of their sales last year. So uh, next movie I watched, we watched this the night before we went camping. Did you ever see Whitewater Summer? Kevin Bacon? That's Sean, very old. Sean, yeah. Yeah. yeah I it's think like I, mid 80s. Yeah. A long time ago, probably on VHS. Yeah. And that's the thing. It went straight to VHS, this one. It didn't get a theatrical release. Yeah, maybe on, like, Super Channel or something like that. Yeah. It was a Super Channel classic. Yeah. Anytime it was on Super Channel, I, I was like, okay, I need to watch this. For all you Americans, Super Channel was the Canadian HBO. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so this one is about uh, Sean Astin and, like, three or four other teenagers going out uh, in the woods with Kevin Bacon as their, their guide. <laughs> and uh, the, the movie... No, nothing, nothing can go wrong. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> Watching it now, though, uh, through the lens of an adult, you can see, you can tell when there were reshoots, and you can tell that they tried to bury this movie, but like after sitting on the shelf for literally two years, they went back and reshot a bunch of stuff and then repackaged it and put it out on VHS. And it's so funny because Sean Astin was so young back then. And they all look different. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks like a little kid in the beginning. And there are a couple scenes in the middle of the movie where it's like, oh, he grew up. And then it's like, oh, he's little again. <laughs> what the fuck? He grew a Fu Manchu. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's it's funny. Kevin Bacon goes crazy. He actually turns into a maniac, and it, it's hilarious. Was it like a like a remastered widescreen transfer? It it actually looked really good. Wow. Yeah, I I rented it on iTunes for like four bucks. I find all those old '80s movies usually don't have widescreen transfers. Yeah, and I refuse to watch them. Yeah, I, I don't watch cropped films. Yeah, I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, yeah, let's check it out. And we, we had fun watching it. It's a bad movie, though. Nice. It was buried for a reason. Nice. 
Uh, next, because I watched uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I watched uh, Reservoir Dogs. Um, still love this movie, but but a big but here. You can see that when you compare it to the rest of Tarantino's films, it is pretty rough and has some, I don't know. Some of the dialogue is very questionable. Yeah, yeah. For a guy who is just making his first movie uh, with the cast that he has, it is it is questionable at, at best. Uh, but I still really enjoy it. I love Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. I will never not like that film. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it was it was a revelation when it came out. Oh, big time! Just it, and, and only was just because it was the, the the snappy Tarantino dialogue. I don't care what anybody says. The Michael Madsen ear scene is quite possibly one of the greatest film scenes ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. everybody who who watches that film thinks he actually did the cut. Oh yeah, yeah. It feels real. He doesn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, I, it's yeah. That scene is one of the great scenes ever. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And 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 just the fact that man, that freaking soundtrack is yeah. just killer. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he changed the landscape with that movie. Yeah. And it's always going to have a special place in my heart for sure. But I, I remember when, when after you watched it, um, you were talking about that, the jump between that and Jackie Brown. Oh, yeah. And he's a different filmmaker. Oh, big time. It's incredible. Yeah. And that was actually the next one I watched was Jackie Brown. And uh, just the craft is just on a whole new level. And it's just it's just sharper. It's just more polished. Um and I think it's Sally Menke's best edit uh, of all his films. Hey, can I mention that uh, when Sally Menke died, she didn't uh, edit Inglorious Bastards? What? Yeah, that's what? true. Yeah. What? Yeah. And a lot of people note that. A lot of people think that uh, since since she passed away, his films have taken a bit of a decline. Um, I can see that because, yeah, Jackie Brown, I think, I think the biggest reason why a lot of people uh, hold this as his best film is because uh, I think it's the edit is what really sells it's it. It's a tight film. Yeah. And man, it's his best film. It is. I don't, if anybody wants to argue, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Because I think Jackie yeah. Brown is a masterpiece. It is. Yeah. Y- y'all wanted Pulp Fiction Part 2. <laughs> yeah. And Quentin wasn't making that film. No. No, and I'm glad fl- he didn't. No, totally. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Just like the final, uh, the final, the whole final sequence with, um, and I'm, I'm really rusty on all the names. But uh, the, the bail bondsman and Jackie Robert Forster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Pam Greer. Yeah, that that whole thing is just oh, I'm rooting for them. I really want happiness for both of them, and I, I just and she drives off, and that song's playing, and it's that's movie magic to me, man. It's just and it also has the worst sex scene in the history of film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Robert De Niro and Bridget Fonda. Yeah. That's a that's a weird boner for me. Such an amazing scene. It <laughs> yeah. is so terrible. Yeah. And you know he planned it perfectly. He probably storyboarded it. Oh, totally. Because Tarantino. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's very very awkward. <laughs> but deliberate. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, man. Team Jackie Brown all the way. Nice. Uh, then I watched a documentary on Netflix called West Side versus the World. West Side? Yeah, not not those guys. Oh, okay. but, uh, no, it was about uh, West Side Barbell. They're apparently pioneers of of powerlifting in like the 70s and 80s oh, and cool. all the way through the late 2000s. They they were at the forefront of when powerlifters started wearing gear, you know, and they started wearing those like 
squat suits and bench press suits and stuff and they look really weird while they're wearing them but it was just a collection of guys that weighed anywhere between 250 pounds through 380 pounds uh, lifting weights that humans shouldn't be able to lift but because of their dedication and their their diet and of course the drugs they took yeah (laughs) they were able to take it to that limit that was my next question yeah and they're very upfront with that like they said one of the one of the guys who was who who had the potential to be one of the world he was one of the world's best at the time um he showed up to the gym and he's like i want to lift the heaviest weights I can lift that any human can lift kind of thing. And the guy's like, well, you need to work out. You need to eat lots of, eat lots of food. And he's like, you got to take lots of drugs. You need to be jacked to the gills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he was a 380 pound, like Jesus. Viking. shed house. Yeah. And, and the guy apparently had the worst attitude and was moments away from like murdering people on a regular basis and crazy so he he looked like the mountain on game of thrones oh totally yeah yeah that that red hair and a beard massive (laughs) yeah it's really good i recommend it it's called west west side uh, versus the world check it out a little bit repetitive in spots but I, i enjoyed it uh then i watched a pilot for euphoria I watched it with Sarah this time, and I really, really enjoyed it. It's so, great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zendaya for life, man. Yeah. She's incredible. Yeah. Like, she's really... As soon as I saw her in the first Spider-Man movie, I was like, there's a person who is aware of what she's doing and is really damn good at what she's doing. So, uh, yeah. Sign me up, man. That show doesn't fuck around either. Yeah. It's incredibly graphic. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't care yeah doesn't care at all yeah and there's a an honesty to that too yeah it's, it's so honest yeah um the last movie i watched uh baby driver which i still really enjoy nice yeah so it's a really good movie yeah yeah i love that movie so i just i wanted to feel good for a while <laughs> i was feeling kind of it was when i was feeling all defeated talking about streaming stuff and i was like I just need a little pick-me-up, you know? So, mission and, accomplished. Ansel Elgort. Yeah. So, that, that's it for me. That's it for you? All right, let's uh, let's go. Uh, not as big as my last one. Yeah. I, was only, I only watched a few things, actually. Okay. I've been kind of busy. Uh, I watched uh, Blinded by the Light. Okay. From the director of Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, right. So, this movie is Bend It Like Beckham, but take the football out of it and put Bruce Springsteen into it. Okay. So... This uh, young Indian male in 1980s Britain finds Bruce Springsteen from Asbury Park, New Jersey, sort of like as a a figure to teach him how to be a good person. Supposedly, Bruce Springsteen has really insightful lyrics. Okay. You know, like, dancing in the dark. You know, stuff like that. (laughs) I'm not a big Bruce Springsteen fan, obviously. Um, The stuff with him doing like talking about the bruce springsteen lyrics and stuff is really great okay it's just the rest of it that didn't work for me at all um i, I just i couldn't get behind it okay uh, it's it's seriously it's bending it like beckham frame for frame with bruce springsteen instead of soccer that's crazy yeah i was just like ah it's that's weak but the stuff with springsteen is really good cool it's almost worth watching just for that stuff okay like, it's really good okay um but yeah it, it's a light recommend yeah. it's not bad it's just uh, i wish it was a little bit more um tried something right it didn't try anything at all okay uh where'd you go bernadette the new richard linklater film oh yeah that uh 
has been on the shelf for a while. It has, yeah. Supposedly, um, his first edit of the film was like two hours and 45 minutes. Oh, wow. Like, you thought it was fucking boyhood. Wow. It's not boyhood, friends. Um, it's It's a okay movie brought up by a really incredible Kate Blanchett performance. Okay. She has the ability to raise anything up, and she does it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Crudup's really good in it, too. Okay. Uh, the, the Kristen Wiig's really good in it. It's, it's, I think it's a, a very fine movie. Mm-hmm. It's just we expect a lot from Richard Linklater. Oh, totally. And this is not one of his regular films. It's a very straight drama, mm-hmm. whereas we expect you know greatness. Right. Everybody wants some. Dazed and Confused. Yeah. Boyhood. These yeah. are all like masterpieces. Um, I just... Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think I liked it more than most people did. People, okay. are, people are really not liking this one. Okay. I liked it. Cool. And she's great. Kate Blanchett is always great. Oh, yeah. She's... Yeah. She's... she's uh, See it just for her. Like, she's really that good in the film. Right on. Uh, the Kitchen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A heavy sigh. So... Did you know this movie is part of the DC universe? Is it really? The movie starts up and it has a fucking DC logo on it. Really? And I'm like, what the fuck? So so DC Vertigo, this is from a DC Vertigo comic book series. And man, I want to see Melissa McCarthy and Elizabeth Moss in the next Aquaman film from this film. Yeah, because my God, this movie is terrible. (laughs) It has no idea what it wants to be. Okay. Um, it's, It's just a complete, complete mess. Wow. Uh, go and see Widows yeah. on iTunes or whatever. It's a way better film. You, you all like skipped it a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Watch Widows. It's really good. Cool. Uh, the Kitchen is not. Uh, Necrotronic. What's that? The new Kia uh, Roach-Turner film. Okay. The guy who made Wormwood. Oh, right. Okay. Which is a great film. Yeah. I love Wormwood. Yeah. Uh, one of the great zombie films that nobody talks about. Yeah. Super film. This one sucks. No. That hurts me to say that, too, because yeah. uh, I was there for the one of the first screenings of Wormwood at Fantastic Fest right. and fell in love with that film. And that dude was awesome. I talked to him after the screening at cool. like... 2.30 in the morning and yeah. was gushing about his film and how much I loved it. Did you take a selfie with him? No, I didn't do that. That's <laughs> dumb. But we, yeah, we were in the highball. We were in the highball drinking nice. together. It was awesome. That's awesome. And I've never done that. I don't do that at film festivals. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a star fucker. Yeah. But I fucking loved Wormwood. And that yeah. dude and him and his brother were really cool. Nice. But man, this, this was a short that they turned into a full length film. As complete bullshit. Damn. Uh, I was not impressed. Monica Bellucci's in it. Really? Yeah. Huh. Playing like the devil. Okay. And uh, she uh, she finds a way to uh, get souls through cell phones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. It's really terrible. <laughs> uh, I wish I could say this was good. Yeah. But I can't. Too bad. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, last but definitely not least... The new Bong Joon-ho film, Parasite. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Damn. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, good, my eh? God. It looks incredible. It is so fucking great. Right on. So fucking great. Damn. I, That's sick. It's so good. Yeah. Thanks to the person who hooked me up. Yeah. Because this movie is open for like two more months and That's I've already right. seen it. That's sick. So good. Damn. I'm going to hook Adrian up. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to, I want to main review this. Yeah, we should. So I'm not going to talk about it right now. Yeah. I, you all have to see this film. Yeah. It is 
a masterpiece. Yeah. And he has always been a great filmmaker. This Hell film yeah. is going to do gangbusters. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. This, 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 I, I, this might cross over. Really? And like win like Oscars. Wow. That shouldn't win. It's, yeah. it's that good. Huh. It's a film where you think you, you figured it out, but goddamn, you sure have not. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's a genius. Cool. Uh, love this film. Hell yeah. Uh, can't wait for us to do the full review. Nice. And that's it for me. So I'm Hell not going yeah. to talk about it until then. <laughs> right on, dude. Sorry. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's wicked. You've seen it, man. And yeah. I can't wait to see it. I showed Sarah the trailer. We both were freaking out. Yeah. So very excited for that. <laughs> so good <laughs> right on so good that's cool yeah and uh and neon's been really um big about it they've already shown everybody the film in the u.s okay they've already press screened it oh wow yeah so that's cool just, just to get people talking about they're, it they're behind it yeah that's so awesome. uh always support neon films because they're oh, yeah. awesome oh yeah uh but yeah that's that's my lightning round cool i went from like having like 60 last time to having <laughs> yeah. like five this time that's right that's so much nicer that is my, my voice was so thrashed okay last episode yeah yeah that's crazy I've, I've got a bit of experience. Uh, three times a week, I'm usually talking in front of my computer and in front of my mic <laughs> while streaming at mixer.com slash the crow show. Pimp that shit. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, what do we have coming up? So uh, here's the thing. Uh, August 23rd and August 30th, nothing opens on the 30th. Oh, really? It's weird. Huh. Uh, I couldn't find anything. I don't know. Like, I guess we're doing everything from the 23rd. Well, we could do like a retro thing. We could maybe. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Uh, if we do Parasite, Loose is opening. I've also seen that. It's okay. incredible. Nice. Uh, so you, you can watch that. Yeah. We'll have, you'll, yeah, you're, you're, you're going to like that one. Wicked. Uh, uh, Ready or Not. Okay. That one looks sort of like um, the. Two people get married, and then their family has to like do some curse to keep themselves alive. So they got they got to kill oh. the kill the bride, right? Except for the bride doesn't really want to die. Yeah, looks really funny. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I've heard it's, it's really good. It's already it's already screened at Fantasia. Oh, okay. And okay. people went ape shit over it. Nice. So I can't wait. Cool. Uh, <laughs> we're not reviewing this. What is it? Angel has fallen. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. Are you? Are you going to see it? No. Okay. That, no chance. Yeah. He's on my shit list. Gerard Butler. Yeah. yeah he's on mine too. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw the other two. This is the third. Yeah. Yeah. I I I can't. No. It, it, it hurts me. Yeah. It really does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, as I said, loose openings opens, cool. and it's incredible. Nice. Um, I can't wait for you to see it. Nice. And I totally just remembered something else I watched. So I'm going to say it anyway. Right now. Right now. Yeah. I finished Chernobyl. Okay. Nice. Dude. That's a hell of a series. Dude, you were so right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a really tough watch. It is. But man, is there people in that series doing like career work? Yeah. Like Stellan Skarsgård? Yeah. Whoa, hot damn. He's always good, but like he's on a different planet in this one. I love the, the episode where he like... Uh, so uh, teach me how about a, a nuclear reactor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. And he, and he, like, tries to use his, like, knowledge. Yeah. Like, like 10 minutes later. It's, yeah. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of the best TV shows of the year. Hell, yeah. Totally jump on that if you haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. At, at the time it ended, I was like, that's my favorite thing I've seen all year. Yeah. Of any any 
medium. It's incredible. Yeah. And man, I, I hinted at it and I'll hint at it just a little bit. Do you remember those three or four guys who were going around town and they had that young kid with them yeah. and they were doing work? Yeah. That fucking destroyed me, man. I was just, I, I, after that episode, I had to like go to sleep. I was like, I'm just finished <laughs> with yeah. the day. Yeah, I, I watched it at work on my like oh, lunch no. breaks. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, that was, that's hardcore. Mistakes were made. That's right. <laughs> mistakes were made. Yeah, shit. But yeah, incredible show. Cool. I'm glad yeah. you finished it. That's awesome. But yeah, that's that. I, that that actually is the end of my lightning right now. Cool. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And yeah, nothing opens. So next episode, yeah, we got a. Few, it's going to be interesting. Cool. But uh, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Oh, where can people find you online? I am on Twitter at soundjam69. Say hi. And I, I'm also on Twitter. I'm at Adrian underscore Charlie. I don't really tweet there anymore. I tweet mostly from my, uh, streamer account. It's the underscore crow underscore show and uh the show has a twitter account i want to get it more active and that's the green underscore screen <laughs> so uh if i had a dollar yeah. for every time you said that yeah no in, for real in, though in, in 91 episodes well I, i'd have five dollars th- things have ch- <laughs> things have changed in the last eight months in terms of getting more engagement and how much i've learned to how to tweet not necessarily from your personal account but from like your your quote-unquote brand account so i've learned a lot in that time how many people uh responded to your your question about who was the top or bottom in oh. show? <laughs> i think it was only the movie bears nice. i was hoping more people would chime in i did That's it fine I yeah did. yeah it was fun uh, that, that led to a good conversation so maybe i'll come up with something like that every every episode which one's the bottom <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> no but you know something sean like astin <laughs> or <laughs> sean astin or kevin bacon <laughs> let's be real it's sean astin there <laughs> yeah it's got to get foot loose yeah that's foot right loose oh man Hell yeah. All right. On that note, we should wrap things up. But uh, yeah, thank you everybody for listening and be sure to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace.